You are now listening to The Art of Habit Hacking with Brooke Lilac. For more information, go to habithacker.co. Welcome to the first episode of The Art of Habit Hacking. I'm your host, Brooke Lilac, and today we're going to talk about habit hacking and goals. Before we get started, though, because it's the first episode, I thought I would share a little bit of my story and talk about why habit hacking is important to me. So all through university, I studied really hard. I just wanted to become a commercial lawyer, so I did a business and law degree and I got first class honours, did very well, was very studious and when I got my first job out of uni, it was exactly where I wanted to work, in the right city and it was also the type of law that I wanted to do, so I thought it was my dream job. And I hustled really hard. I went to all the networking events I quit, I stayed back in the office as much as I quit, and it really didn't turn out to plan. Apparently, I'm bipolar, who would have thought? And that seriously interrupted my scheduling. <laughs> I'd been planning my career for years. And anyway, that was an interruption and I decided to quit that job and pursued a PhD for a while. And then I ended up going back to full-time law. And when I did that in 2017, so this was a couple of years after I was diagnosed with bipolar, um, that didn't go well either because even though it had been a couple of years since I'd been diagnosed, I'd never actually learnt how to implement the healthy habits into my life that my doctor had recommended. He'd given me medication, but he'd also said things like you need to exercise and you need to eat healthy and meditate. And I was just like, ah, nah, I'm just going to take the medication and that's what I'm going to do. So when I got to 2017, I had this manic episode and I lost my job. I didn't really have any healthy habits to help me bounce back. My habits were... Binging Netflix, eating lots of chocolate, drinking a lot of sugary processed juice and not exercising at all. So that wasn't going to help me. So I ended up changing careers. Now I work in marketing and deciding to focus on really having a much healthier and happier life. And so far, so good. Now I exercise at least four times a week. I use a diary. And that's something I've never done before and that's really helpful. I track my habits. I have a much healthier diet. I'm a lot happier and I read and that's a lot more fulfilling. And I just want to share what I've learned with you. So I'm not any kind of expert. I'm not a best-selling author. I don't have any credentials in human behavior besides a degree in marketing. But I think habit hacking is a journey that we should all be a part of. It's something that can really help us become who we want to be. So what is habit hacking? Basically, habit hacking is about reprogramming your brain. You're tricking your brain into doing what you want it to do. See, there's two main parts of the brain involved in habits. There's the prefrontal cortex and there's the basal ganglia. So the prefrontal cortex handles high-level decision-making and thinking. It's the willpower machine and it's really powerful but it runs out of energy really quickly. Think of an iPhone with the worst battery you can imagine. And then the basal ganglia is a lot simpler. It is like a child. It's also in charge of automatic behaviours, so habits that we've already programmed 
And all it really understands is pleasure and pain. And basal ganglia just wants to find the fastest routes to pleasure and the easiest ways to avoid pain. And to develop new habits, your prefrontal cortex basically needs to teach those behaviors to the basal ganglia. So basically, your prefrontal cortex is the parent and the basal ganglia is the child. But this child isn't like a normal child. I know kids have a lot of energy, but this particular child just never sleeps. And the prefrontal cortex has some chronic fatigue problems. They can't really stay up for very long. There's only a certain limited time of the day where they're going to be awake and they don't have anyone else to help them with child. So if you were that parent, what would you do? Would you set up some system so the child couldn't hurt themselves while you were asleep? That's really what we need to do with our basal ganglia. Habit hacking is about understanding your brain and setting up systems so that it will do what you want it to do even when the parental prefrontal cortex has run out of gas. So it's about conserving your mental energy so you have more willpower to help you change. So that's a quick rundown of what habit hacking is. But how do goals fit into this? In our culture, ambition is prized and we really pat ourselves on the back for setting hashtag big scary goals. But the difference between people who achieve their goals and the people that don't isn't their goals or level of ambition. So why are some of us more successful in achieving goals than others? The difference between these two groups is the systems that they put in place to improve themselves and achieve their goals. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear makes an important point. We don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. So what's the difference between goals and systems? Goals are outcome based. It's just a description of the outcome that you want to achieve without a roadmap to get there. But on the other hand, systems are all about the process. But goals are really completely at odds with long-term progress because it's just all about a particular result. If you try to solve a problem by only focusing on the result or the goal, then any improvements you make are bound to be temporary. On the other hand, if you solve problems at the systems level, you're setting yourself up on the path of continuous improvement and permanent change. As James Clear said in Atomic Habits, fix the inputs and the outputs will fix themselves. For example, if you decide that you want to lose a specific amount of weight, I want to lose five kilos, then that's only a goal. Once you lose that weight, the goal is complete and you might go back to your old habits. While on the other hand, deciding to exercise five times a week and cut out refined sugar are systems-based changes that can outlast any goal that you set. Goals also limit our happiness. They basically put a lid on our happiness with an arbitrary outcome. When you set a goal, you tell yourself that you'll be happy when you reach a specific outcome. You'll be happy when you lose a specific amount of weight, you finish a book, can run five kilometers, finish a degree, get a particular job, earn a specific amount of money. Goals restrict your happiness to when you achieve that result. You have to wait to be happy. If you focus on systems, you can focus on falling in love with the process itself. You can be happy by seeing progress in your workouts, writing every day, running a bit more each session, improving your study habits, focusing on self-development and saving a little bit more money each week. A goal focus compels you to win the game. On the other hand, systems focus encourages you to keep playing. If you really want to make lasting long-term changes, you need to remove the goalposts and concentrate on your technique and enjoying the process. 
Goals can also make us feel super inadequate. You really don't need that. Goals always involve delayed gratification. You have to achieve an outcome to feel satisfied. They're also usually based on external factors. So when you don't get that job, think of a great book idea or reach your goal weight, it can be incredibly disheartening and difficult to stay on the path. Focusing on goals can also encourage us to benchmark ourselves against other people. We try to win instead of getting a new PB. It's easy to look on LinkedIn and see that your university peers have the jobs that you want or look at Instagram and feel like your body doesn't measure up. Systems take the focus away from the external world and help you focus on being your best self. Instead of being disappointed and feeling inadequate because you didn't achieve a goal, you should turn your mind to making small improvements in the process that would help you become who you want to be. You don't fail at achieving goals because you don't want to change, but because you haven't found the right system to help you change. Systems always need to be reviewed, optimized, upgraded and downgraded. It's all about continuous improvement and finding out what works for you. We don't all run the same operating system. Thanks for listening to the first episode. If you enjoyed it, I would really love if you would leave a review on whatever app you use to listen to your podcasts. And in future episodes, we're going to talk about things like habit loops, such as features of a habit, strategies for change, choosing the best habits, habit tracking, and much more. So if you want to be notified about future episodes, then please make sure you click the subscribe button. And I'll see you next time, Habit Hacker.